Hello, friends, and welcome to the Monday Show 22. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, the Monday Show 22. I think we got a pretty good one lined up today, right? Yeah, I, th- I think so, too. And I think time is flying by, Wes. Like, 22, man. That is crazy. Um, yeah, I know. Seems like just yesterday we were launching the Monday Show. Yeah, the time goes too quickly, especially when uh when you're in the space that we occupy called uh vr enthusiasm uh so much time spent in game so much time spent creating content for these good people uh the days they just tick off like minutes right yeah, absolutely but anyway uh a great show we have in store today uh, a, a very uh timely topic you, you know we keep going on about uh, how good VR is as a social experience, uh, not only in the many various social apps like uh, uh, the uh, the VR chats, and I know Roots, you've been having a lot of fun in alt space VR lately, right? Yeah, actually, it was really cool. Um, gaming science teacher did a uh, get together after VR three six five yesterday, and you know, just going in there. Um, Meeting people, people that uh, watch the show, people that love his show, uh, VR365, and um, and uh, it was just really cool. I really enjoyed it. Right, and recently, you know, we discussed on this show how the, the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, came out and was basically uh, criticizing the VR platform for being a uh, an isolated experience, something that you can't share with friends and we all kind of got upset at that because anybody who uh plays vr knows that it's just the opposite it makes us more outgoing it makes us play with friends more often than we ever did before so we thought we would take this episode of the monday show and dedicate it solely to co-op gameplay so top to bottom that's what we're going to be talking about here today and we're going to start with the games that we've been playing this past week as we always do and uh roots you and i both got into path of the warrior yesterday and it was my first time playing it uh period uh was in co-op with you and i gotta say man i had a blast yeah this game is one of those um games that's just uh it's just fun to play and i i actually played it with derail as well um earlier in the week and uh and still had a really fun time playing with you because it's different with each person and um you know one thing that i really was surprised about this game Wes, and i didn't even know anything about it was like all the really cool mini games they got in there like literally even arcade games you can play and you only saw a couple of the stages but um there's some really cool things like even billiards you know darts and uh um breakaway from uh the old atari you know it's just really cool yeah i had fun with the uh well, all that basically. I didn't try the billiards, but I had fun playing with the darts. Uh, I didn't really want to stop playing breakthrough, but out of respect to you, I I quit <laughs> so we could move on. But uh, this game just goes to show that that when it comes to developing a concept for a VR game, you don't have to overthink things. It doesn't have to be too complex. Sometimes uh, it's okay for a game to just be fun, and I feel like uh, arcade style gameplay gets a lot of undue criticism in vr for not being uh more simulation like you know a lot of people when they think vr they think simulation but uh this is one of many 
many examples of arcade gameplay and VR being just a blast. And when you and when you bring friends into the equation, it just multiplies that fun factor by ten. Absolutely. And you know it's funny you said that everybody's so um wrapped up on simulation. Like I play a game like this and it takes me back to video games when I was a kid. Now you were mentioning Double Dragon and it kind of made you think, oh my God, I wish we could play do- legit Double Dragon in, in VR. Um, and it just, it really gives you, uh, I just, I've said it before, I feel like when I play a game like this, I just kind of imagine that I've just got sucked into the game Tron style and I'm in like a Double Dragon world and I'm looking around and I'm like, if you got sucked into a game, you it wouldn't look realistic. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, I don't want to go into the real world, world Wes. I want something fantasy, right? And uh, I don't know. I just think that this game, um, like you said, for uh, co-op is really fun. Yeah, you could tell that the, the developers of this game, like most of us, were, were fans of this genre when they were coming up. And for those of you who don't know, of course, Path of the Warrior is a uh, basically a love letter to those old arcade-style beat-em-ups like Double Dragon, Streets of Rage, Final Fight. Uh, it's basically um, built up that that genre into a VR experience, and, and it's kind of it takes everything that you loved about those old school games, and it's just larger than life inside the VR experience. Uh, this, of course, is being brought to us from Twisted Pixel, uh, and we would, of course, like to thank Twisted Pixel for allowing us review access to this game uh twenty dollars on the oculus rift store routes cross buy enabled and cross play enabled so if you have it on uh your rift you can get it on quest and uh if you play it on quest you can play with rift players it's all one big player pool to uh basically uh maximize fun in this very uh stylized world that they've created for us what is this guy doing with that dynamite oh my god i guess we just saw what happened you don't he, nothing happened he just oh he still got it um yeah i don't know man that, that just blew me away i totally got sidetracked from what i was gonna say but you know there's two things that really i loved about this game um one is you're seeing it right now like and you didn't even do that in the bar here man i i grabbed everything man every bottle i was smashing into people's faces i grabbed the darts i was throwing that you can grab just about everything. The chairs, we were grabbing fryer, you know, French fry fryers. Um, that, and then the fact that, like, when you grab them when they're dazed and then finding all the different things, like, you, there was one where you threw, um, and, it, and you had the same reaction I did. Of course, I had already seen it before, but you're like, oh, my God, did you see that alligator? Like, it just jumps out of the sewer and eats somebody, and you're like, what the fuck, you know? So it, it this game is definitely really cool and for $20 what a what an amazing uh deal especially since it's cross by. Yeah, yeah, anybody who enjoyed this type of of game coming up is really going to love this. And and what you're saying there's absolutely correct. Those finishing moves that you can do when you got somebody stunned, those are just absolutely amazing and hilarious like in this kitchen that you're looking at here, uh you can throw people in on top of the the uh the stove there and they can fry on on top of it or you can throw them in that oven and watch them burn alive literally in front of your face and uh whereas if this had been a more realistic game uh that would probably be horrifying <laughs> but uh in this cartoony simul or uh, cartoony arcade style game 
uh it's hilarious yeah i loved it i loved that and like i said every time i got to a new level that was the first thing i would do is get somebody stunned and start looking okay what can i do you know um so it's just really cool yeah and uh what what did you think about the levels rich you know i only went through a couple of them but i was really impressed not only with how uh clear and crisp everything looked the the 3d depth was absolutely spectacular uh triple a quality uh production value here and uh, really colorful cartoony uh beautiful levels in my opinion or at least in my limited experience i, w I was really impressed with no it. i was impressed with every single level and it seemed like it got better each time and um and uh just like i said the gameplay um and just being able to interact with everything um it's just for twenty dollars and the biggest thing that surprised me about this was I didn't even know it existed until it dropped. <laughs> it came out of nowhere, and it's like, man, look at this AAA game for 20 bucks. And I just think it's if you like this type of game, like you said, it's definitely worth picking up. Yeah, it's uh, it was one of those VR surprise specials that just drop out of nowhere. And, uh, you know, pleasant surprise, especially from a, a group like Twisted Pixel who's made, you know, a few very notable very good vr games already uh something like this from them is kind of out of left field but uh again i couldn't be more happy with the the end product a very pleasant surprise something with the, a lot of replayability um i would even go so far as to call this a, a, a good palette cleanser right yeah yeah just go back in because you can pick you know whatever level you want to play you can go in and uh check out the arcade games or whatever mini games you want. Um, like I, I did with you, I played with derail. I jumped in with you. I'm I'll jump in with anybody that wants to have me come in and play with them. You know, I, I had that much fun. So, and it's really about, like you said, with co-op, it's about the person you're playing with, you know, um, it just, you have a really good time. So. Yeah. Before I played this game, uh, I never really saw the, uh, the potential for a head-to-head -head versus fighting game like the street fighter mortal kombat type games that were so popular in the arcades as we were coming up but now after playing this and seeing how the controls work uh granted this is a very limited beat-em-up style control scheme i'm starting to be a little bit more optimistic about what a mortal kombat vr might look like and well, and it could even be, like I said, it doesn't have to be first person either. It could be from a third person point of view. And uh, I just, I'm excited because there's there's so many possibilities. Even just the fact that you could have one in VR uh, first person and one third person or have, being able to switch back and forth, um, tabletop, you know, I mean, it could be, there's so many options. Yeah, that, that was one of the things that really impressed me about Death Lap is, you know, we had this first person badass racing battle sim you know uh going on but if you go in you can toggle the uh the uh point of view and if you put it in third person point of view it literally becomes like a a tabletop mode where you're following this little tiny miniature car and then you can see the whole track all around you uh so yeah i, I think that the as well as that worked in death lab i think it could really work with this fighting style of game as well yeah absolutely yeah, so we had a blast uh, playing this game, but it wasn't the only awesome co-op experience we had because after we finished up 
blasting through a couple of levels of Path of the Warrior, we then made our way into Carnage Chronicles. And this is a game brought to us by Nordic Trolls. It's currently $25 in Steam Early Access. Uh, Roots, uh, this was my first experience in Carnage Chronicles, uh, just like Path of the Warrior. But unlike that one, uh, you had a previous experience in this game uh, with the other guys, right? Yeah, actually, I played mostly with uh, Mamefan quite actually extensively. We finished what exists to this date, um, and uh, Alex played a little bit as well. I can't remember why he had to get out for whatever reason, but um, but yeah, this is uh, this is one of the games. This is one of my favorite co-op memories that I have is is playing last night and then playing with Mamefan just because of the the action in this game is just crazy. Like even last night. I went in, I went into your game with all of my shit. Like I had all the gear, my, I mean, everything. And in the beginning I was one shot and stuff, but it wasn't too far in all of a sudden it must've adapted or something because we saw so many enemies pouring at us. And then also I was having trouble killing some of these guys and I had high level stuff. And uh, I don't know, man, this game is not a pushover. What did, what did you think as far as like, um, how hard some of these guys were to kill. Uh, yeah, I, it was, it was moderately difficult. I wouldn't call it too, too hard. I really, the things that killed me the couple of times that I died were things that I really just wasn't expecting. Like, uh, one time I ended up standing in acid after I killed something. I, I think maybe it had acid blood or something. I don't know. I was standing in a puddle and it ended up killing me. But uh, as far as the battle, it, it was fairly frantic. They do come at you in, in like large numbers, and I, I do think that it's adaptive. I think it uh, understands that you're in co-op multiplayer scenarios, and it, uh, it will send uh, more enemies at you based on that and adjust the difficulty as well. Um, but it was fun. Uh, it's kind of a tweener. It's not Gen 1 melee style, but it's not quite on the level of, of Gen 2. You can get away with some wrist waggle in this game, uh, but but the uh, the enemies themselves do have some level of defensive skill, so it's not just a waggle fest. So uh, it was good enough from a battle standpoint uh, to keep me engaged. I enjoyed it from that perspective. Yeah, I'm kind of curious because um, you kind of got the kibosh in the beginning for me when uh, um, I was like, oh, I'm Archer. And you were like, oh, I would have played Archer, but okay, I'll play Warrior. And so you were forced into the class that you're saying isn't the best, which it isn't. The Archer is the best class, I think, even over the crossbow. Because like you said, the crossbow is kind of annoying got to crank it up and shit um but i did like the fact that you can upgrade your armor and your weapons um i know you upgraded to a, a crossbow that had more shots like five instead of three um that was that help was helpful as well um and i don't know man i just i just feel like for as old as game this is because it's you know it's as old as the the platform almost it holds up to today would you not agree graphically the sounds everything yeah, the gameplay is a little monotonous, you know, just like any dungeon crawler and you're killing stuff over and over again. Um, but even from what you didn't see, there's there's so many different enemies that, like I was telling you before, there's like this healer that he's got this big Raiden hat type of thing. And 
and all of a sudden he's healing everybody. And so you got to go in there and, and strategically take him out first, um, or you're going to get m- massacred. And, uh, I don't know. I just really, I had a lot of fun again last night and, uh, it reminded me how good this game is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I had a ton of fun, uh, uh, myself. Uh, I think that your criticism of it is exactly that. It's more of a criticism of the dungeon crawler genre than this game. The dungeon crawlers just are repetitive. I mean, that's just how they are. So, uh, it really isn't a knock on this game. Uh, that they did a really good job with it. And, I completely agree with what you said about the production value in this game. It was the first thing I noticed uh, when I got started. It's just how beautiful the game looks, how immersive the uh, 3D audio is. I mean, you're 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 making your way through this uh, cavernous uh, system of caves and and tunnels, and um, there's just there you can hear water dripping all around you. Very much sounds like what you think a dungeon or a cave would sound like and uh, as far as the visuals crisp clear textures uh lots of bloom and particle effects which i always really appreciate and uh yeah this game you know while i wouldn't put it on the par of the top level triple a games of today uh it's as good as any good independent game is i mean it's it's really high level uh, production values and as we've said before this kind of thing is is becoming more and more commonplace in vr now right we're, we're not having to deal with uh jank as often when it comes to production yeah absolutely and like you said it was it, this is for an indie game this is amazing 25 dollars, and um the content that you get for this like what we were saying last night we played what two hours and i had to go to bed i had to get up early in the morning i was like dude i I don't know when this level's going to end. And I kept thinking around the next corner, okay, we're almost done. And um, and there's so much more to it. They're adding to this. It's still an early access, and they're actively working on it. They've got a whole n- um, different level that you're set to um, that's blocked off that they're going to unlock. And um, I don't know, I guess eventually Alex will get to play this game. This is definitely a game that uh, if you haven't played, I think it's worth checking out. Yeah, I would agree. This game... Um for what it's worth was a little bit better than I even thought it was going to be. I thought it would be okay. And, uh, I came away fairly impressed with it. You know, again, dungeon crawlers aren't my favorite genre. So if you're really averse to repetitive gameplay, maybe it's not your thing, but it was a lot of fun. And, uh, I feel like having a friend in it really made the, a big difference here, made it a lot more fun than it would have been just by myself. Yeah. Although I think next time what I would do differently is I would, um, I'd turn friendly fire on and, uh, instead of off so that we could shoot each other and mess with each other. It's just cause. Oh, you mean so, so that roots can sit and constantly <laughs> fuck with me? Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. That's pretty much what I, what would happen because you saw, I was still shooting my arrows at you, even though I couldn't hit you um my fire arrow oh yeah i saw i noticed <laughs> i didn't give you a reaction though because i knew if i did you wouldn't stop so yeah sometimes that's I'm Root, roots worst. for those of you who have never played with roots he's a bit of a cyber bully he likes to pick on people mm. friends or foe stranger it doesn't matter if you're in a game with roots he's gonna fuck you know you. it's funny in alt space yesterday um when i first got in there and everybody was talking i kept teleporting myself in front of um people and then back out and back and and gaming science teacher at one point she's like 
uh, is are you okay like she thought something weird was happening i said no i'm just <laughs> i'm just messing with the people so it's fun yeah so so now we we can definitely play this again we can play it again today but no friendly fire stays off <laughs> because west doesn't want to die yeah i don't blame you <laughs> anyway uh path of the warrior carnage chronicles you know uh 20 and 25 dollars respectively uh i recommend uh, on both and with carnage chronicles specifically i'm fairly certain this goes on sale from time to time right yeah i think you might i might have even bought it one time uh, or one time the time i bought it i might have bought it from one of those websites uh for cheaper but yeah it's definitely always on sale pretty much almost every game that we're going to talk about today at some point um i've seen on a sale and a lot of them are on a sale all the time yeah yeah okay and um Roots and I, like we said, we, we both, uh, we just played both of these games uh, over the past couple of days. Uh, we recorded all of it. Like, I recorded my point of view. Roots recorded his point of view. If that's something that you would be interested in seeing, I, I'm not sure. I'm going to put one of them out. Uh, each one of these normally takes some time to edit when you're dealing with two video sources like that. But uh, which one would you guys prefer to see? Leave a comment down below or hit us up on the Discord. Uh, and of course, for those of you who don't know, uh, there's an invitation to our Discord in the uh, description down there. Let us know which one you want to see first. And uh, I'll be putting that together over the next week or two. And uh, you can see some of the wacky shenanigans that take place when the virtual strangers play together. All right, and that's going to bring us into our topic this week. And... For those of you who haven't already noticed, we're talking about the best co-op games in VR. And uh, Roots, what we quickly found out when we were compiling this list, uh, there's a lot more of these games than you think, right? Yeah, and what's funny is I see all the time uh, people on Reddit or wherever, and they're just saying, there's no co-op games. And I so I kind of was expecting to go in there and struggle. So we thought, okay, let's let's try to find 10. And then we were like, when we came up with our list, we were like, oh, fuck, well, let's narrow it down to 10. Because there's actually quite a bit on there that I had forgotten about uh, when it was very surprised, actually. Yeah, our list was some 25, 30 games strong, and we had to keep striking down games. And as we went on, uh, it becomes more and more difficult to, uh, to, to knock these off. So this is... Uh, this video is probably going to be a part one to some future part two that comes listing 10 more awesome co-op titles. But when it comes to the best, uh, I think we have a pretty solid 10 here. Right? Yeah, I agree. Um, and you know, some of them are cheap and some of them are fucking expensive and it kind of gives you the, the range there, which is kind of cool. Um, but I think it's good to, and fitting to start with, uh, one of the biggest ones, it just actually came out this year, right? Which was uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, last you're year, talking about ones that, ones that are fucking expensive. Uh, this game comes to us from Hello Games. 60 bucks. Now, that said, uh, this game goes on sale quite often. Uh, I think I paid 30 for it. You can get it uh, uh, fairly regularly for 35 uh, available on all major VR platforms, including PlayStation VR. Uh, Roots, um, a fairly rocky start when this thing launched in the VR. 
but uh again nothing new for hello games they just do did what they always do and keep chugging away keep improving it to the point that it is now a a, a solid title and probably one of the best uh overall experiences in vr uh if not one of the best co-op games yeah they're a perfect example of um you know not giving up you know pers persevering and making your game the vision you and uh visioned right this game uh it did come out rocky the first time and the second time playstation vr was shimmery as fuck and uh and now all versions look good and um i don't know there's so much to this you and i were even saying as amazing as this game is in co-op we've never played it co-op i want to do that um i want to do more than just fly to another planet i want to go in the ocean and uh i want to do it all so yeah this is just one of those games uh that the scale of it is just so intimidating that uh i never seem to want to get started on it because i know what it's going to mean it's going to mean hours and hours and hours of gameplay and that's daunting uh from a singular perspective but when you start thinking about tackling it with friends uh all of a sudden this proposition seems a little bit more palatable right yeah, and that ship is so awesome dude if you've ever played this game regular but getting in vr and grabbing actually ha grabbing the controls um it's next level it's not like everything else you like you literally grab it and and control it i don't know i, I know it sounds stupid but it, it's just different man it's it's it feels good so yeah and for those of you who aren't familiar with this game um maybe perhaps you're new to video games you're new to vr uh the concept itself here lends itself to be a strong co-op game because basically what no man's sky is it's a limitless universe it's procedurally generated uh, the farther you go the more you'll find it never ends endless planets to explore wildlife plant life and as we just have stated uh, people you're going to find people populating this universe uh, because this is one of the most popular video games in the world not only for vr but period and uh they've made it uh they've structured this update around making it convenient and accessible for people to randomly meet one another it doesn't just have to be your friends you can actually meet strangers in this uh ever growing and expansive universe right yeah that's probably the most expansive universe as far as this kind of traveling next to elite dangerous and i you know i would submit this is even better because you know you get to actually get out and run around and do shit you know not just uh the other stuff that um you know is goes on the next level yeah yeah and after you get um established in this game and have your base gameplay behind you uh you'll find that there is a multiplayer hub a space station that you can dock in and meet with like-minded people or just meet up with your friends and explore and if exploration is your thing and you like particularly to explore with a buddy or with a stranger uh i can't think of a better way to do it than in no man's sky all right moving on uh speaking of exploring with a friend roots have you ever explored a world with a friend in a manner that is more fun and just more uh you know i have a hard time putting the word around my, my feelings here it just feels good to play stormland and uh 
when uh, when you bring a friend into that equation, it just multiplies it. Right? It's almost like an old shoe, you know. Fits like an old shoe. Um, yeah, actually, this game feels so good that um, I got screwed out of uh, one week. I got screwed out of going on to the next wave to the second uh, to the last section or whatever. Sion went without me, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm done." And then, uh, and then, like a couple days later, I was back in there playing. And then Sion and I actually came back and helped me get to his level. And then we finished the game, and I wanted to play it again with you last night. <laughs> so, like, even though I've beat the game, I want to keep playing it. I really enjoy the way it feels. Like you said, the way that you're moving around, and even the last time I talked about this game on the show, I didn't even know you could fly in this game like you can literally hit a, a boost in the air and take off and it's just it was another level of feeling amazing so yeah this game is is really cool well, well that's the thing with this game co-op or single player uh you have your base story campaign it's story driven you know it'll it'll point you in the right direction but it's open world you can do uh what you want uh, and it's not just that you you have the freedom to do what you want. This game just feels so good and is so fun to play that you can have hours of fun in this game without even regarding the story. You're just flying around and exploring, gathering resources. Uh, it, it's just fun. Uh, you know, normally I don't like sandbox-style games, but I can play this game like a sandbox and, and just be endlessly entertained in it. Yeah, this game was so good that it makes me want a second one. Uh, a little bit more story-driven, even more than it was this time, but uh, um, I just feel like they nailed it. They really did a good job with this game, and um, it's one of the best multiplayer or co-op games I've played uh, to date in VR. Yeah, it's one of the, the standard bears in VR. This is one of the best games ever. Very close to the top of the list i would say it's probably one of the top five best vr games period not just from a co-op perspective but uh when you take into account the production values which are just immaculate and uh the story play the co-op play it's a complete experience and uh just one of the very best that we have in vr yep all right, moving on uh, to a game that you and I actually played somewhat recently together. And uh, this one's from PSVR. It's Farpoint. Now, um, Farpoint, not really known for being a strong co-op game because the single-player campaign is just so epic and awesome. But what a lot of people don't know is if you go in and look, there, there are co-op maps that you can play together in this game. And, uh, man, when uh, you and a friend who both have aim controllers uh, get into this together, it, it's just it, the hours fly by, right? Yeah, and this game just looks so beautiful. And then, like you said, jumping in there with a friend um, and just going to town. And, I, you know, I didn't have as much just, as much experience as you. Um, it was good to go in with somebody into these challenges knowing, like, you would be like, oh, don't go too far if you go you know if you go that way you're going to draw more shit you know and so you knew all the all the tricks and um you know i'm still kind of learning the best way to attack some of these things so it was good to to watch a seasoned veteran just tear this shit apart and uh and so now i can go back into the game 
story-wise and I feel a little bit more confident now. Yeah, and the the action in this game is just frenzied from the very first moment, right? Yeah, every time you turn around, there's another thing attacking you, and it's just crazy. Um, and the difference, the different types of enemies in, in the challenges in the co-op, um, it's just everything is out there. So it's really cool. Yeah, that, that's the thing about it is there are, are the enemies come at you in, in levels, in waves, and there are different classes of enemies you'll have flying enemies and then you'll have humanoid enemies that are attacking you in a very tactical you know uh shooter you know the uh the common shooter gameplay but at the same time that you're dealing with these two things you have these mutant spiders that are all around you and they they go from you know knee high to gigantic and each individual enemy has its own attacks, its own abilities, and uh, they don't throw them at you one at a time. No, nah, everything comes flying at you, which is crazy. It's definitely one of the coolest things as far as, I don't know, this game, even though it's on the PlayStation VR, the atmosphere is one of my favorite uh, alien planets to date. It just looks so good. Now, I will note that this game is 20 bucks. It's just what you said permanently dropped recently, right? Um, but yeah. you can, if you want, um, I don't recommend it, but you can use uh, a DualShock controller. Um, but it's so weird, dude. Like, I went into it thinking, I'll just use the controller. And then I used it, and then I ended up buying the AIM controller, like, two days later. Because I was like, no, there's no way, man. It's just, it's bizarre. Um, but It's a night and day difference, too, right? Yeah, well, I, just the locomotion, man. Like, the one thing that I want in VR for PlayStation VR is locomotion. I want to use a joystick and you can't, you know, with a gun or most games that you need to, to use the move controllers for. And, uh, and so it was to use the dual shock. It was just really bizarre. Like I said, you could use to run around. It just didn't feel right, but the gun, it just feels normal. And, um, it makes me wonder, like you've said many times, what the fuck is Oculus doing or any of these companies, man, you know, somebody, needs to create a really cool controller why is sony the only one that thinks outside the box when it comes to that kind of shit man i, I don't know but uh maybe obviously they've never uh held a name controller and uh, they, they've obviously never played farpoint because i gotta feel like it'll make a believer out of just about anybody especially could you imagine this kind of a controller but not with a single camera light-based uh, tracking system, but actual infrared trackers. Yeah. That'd be crazy, It'd wouldn't be it? amazing. Because it's cool. Like, when you have that gun in your hand and you're turning it and looking at it and you're looking at the gun and it's matching up with what you're holding, um, it's that next-level immersion, right? Yeah, and that's something else that's really cool about this game. Full-body presence. Your, your, your player has a full you know a full avatar head to toe rendered and it's fairly freaking accurate right with the movements the inverse kinematics works very well yeah, yeah and then the story as well for this even if as aside from the co-op is um it's next level it's one of the few that keeps wanting to pull me in as like i'm, I'm blown away by what's going on so oh you need to keep going too brother because it, it it uh, it gets even better. Yeah, I keep saying that, and man, I keep forgetting about it. I need to, need to do it now because I got the uh, the pro. So yeah, uh, I agree one hundred percent. 
yeah, just a masterpiece, this game. Uh, and again, one of the best co-op experiences I've ever had in uh, the definitive aim controller game. You know, there are others that may even be more popular, but none of them are as versatile as, um, as Farpoint. Yeah, that spider's creepy as fuck, right? Huge. Yeah, that, that thing was it's still one of the... Uh, when I think back over my breathtaking moments in VR where I'm just like, whoa, that's still toward the top of my list when that freaking giant spider came out of the cave and it was just... Rawr. I mean, it was... It, it's crazy. Yeah, I'd put that right up there with uh, Jack chasing me around the mansion. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, permanently scarred from these PSVR games, right? Yep. All right, uh, speaking of games that it's nice to have an experienced friend with you, Arizona Sunshine has always been a go-to of mine. When I have a, a friend who's new to VR and they want to move to the next level, you know, you, the normally new players start out with uh, games that have no locomotion, something that's seated on rails maybe. Uh, when they're ready to graduate, to full locomotion first person shooters the the very first thing i do is bring them into arizona sunshine because it has a uh the entire campaign the entire story campaign is playable in co-op and it's uh it comes at such a uh, measured pace that you can really teach someone uh how to play generally and not only that just you know, we've said it many times here. Uh, it's hard to get shooting something in VR wrong. It's something that always just feels good. And Arizona Sunshine, for its many flaws, uh, it still feels great to go in this world and, and blast the zombie in the face, right? Yeah, let me ask you. One of the biggest flaws in my mind is it's still $40. Um, Because, man, fuck, that is expensive, dude. Did, did they not realize Stormland just came out for 40 bucks? Asgard's Wrath? Came out for forty bucks. Walking Dead Saints and Sinners is coming out for forty bucks. Oh, uh, that's insane! But no, this game is definitely, you know, I would definitely get it on a sale. But it's worth playing through for sure. And one of the coolest things about it, especially when you go into the caves, and it starts getting into the dark. Um, I didn't play it co-op when I played that part, but I wish I had because man, by the time you get done with that and you come out to sunlight. Do you not really feel like, oh, fuck, man, I'm out of here, you know? Like, you, it really makes you, because it's so dark in there, and you got your flashlight, and, and there's zombies, man. They're trying to kill you and shit. So, I don't know. It, it did a really good job of um, immersion, and my biggest gripe with this game was the the skins on the people. And, uh, you know, if, once you get past that and the fact that, you know, apparently in this world there's a lot of the same-looking people, um, or zombies turn into that way, but uh, it's just such a good game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I experienced exactly what you experienced when I came out of the cave system. It's like being reborn into the sun. It feels so good, and um, yeah, it, it, this game is what it looks like. It's uh, it's uh, a shoot 'em up, but it's it's not like a rail shooter or. Uh, a wave shooter it's slightly more than that it's it's got all the most bare basic elements of a first person adventure 
but uh, it's very basic on that level. Really, this game's all about the shooting uh, and the shooting mechanic, and uh, just a, a load of fun with a friend. Story's pretty good, though, right? It's pretty funny. Like, it's got humor to it as well. It's not, you know, it's actually does feel like you're um, this guy and, you know, you woke up and you're like trying, trying to get out, you know, trying to find your way wherever he's going. And um, I don't know. I just definitely think it's it's worth um, playing, but not at 40 bucks for me anyway. That's like uh, insane. I don't know why they don't permanently drop the price, but I guess we'll see. I mean, you could pretty much get it on sale anywhere at this point. I mean, it's always on sale. 20 to 25 dollars you can own this game and i think that's more than fair even today now talk to me next week after saints and seniors release i might feel differently yeah. but uh uh even now just watching this footage back makes me want to go in and play it again I, I played through this on playstation vr so uh with for all your criticism of the uh the zombie skins they look way better in this footage here than what they look like when i played through them on playstation oh, wow. yeah well i guess roots needs to stop bitching just enjoy it roots but uh yeah even looking at this now uh i'm considering maybe going back in it. and you know uh i'd like to try check it out on quest as well it's a shame that uh i don't think that this one's crossed by enabled is i don't it? think so but you know i don't know that's one of those things that I don't know if I would buy it again. Maybe it's like, I think this game to me is a no brainer at $20 all day long, uh, 25 even, but you know, and I, I think it, it's got to drop. It's got to have a permanent price drop. Like your literal quote before we filmed was it's going to be $40 all day, which I'm sure you, you're thinking that it'll eventually drop too, but because it feels like it, it's never going to fucking drop. It has to drop. I think anyway. Yeah. Well, I think that, um, the coming months are going to significantly impact the consumer base for this game. And when they start uh, realizing that people aren't going to buy it anymore, I think we could see a very different attitude from them when it comes to price cuts. Yep, so I agree. We shall see. Not only that, they've got an awesome new game coming out this year on the, uh, in their own right, you know, after the fall looks mm. really cool. So I imagine that uh, Arizona Sunshine is going to take a back seat whenever that one releases. That does look good. I can't wait. Yeah, me too. Uh, another great co-op game, right? That's supposed to be up to four-player co-op in the uh, after. The yeah, fall, and, so. and my thought before was like, oh yeah, it'll be good, good uh, thing to tie me over to Left for Dead uh, VR. But since that's not happening, it'll be a good thing to tie me over for after the fall. I, that's the only way I'm going to get it now. Four people, dude. That's going to be different. Four people is going to be amazing. And if they do it right, I, I, I think we're going to be surprised at how good it is. Yeah. Yeah, That that's... I mean, when you talk about shooters, that's not something you see very often. It's three and four player shooter game. That That's that's kind of original to VR, yeah. right? Yeah, I can't wait. All right. So moving on uh, to a game that has infinite numbers of players that you can play with. You can bring your whole family and friends, everyone that you know, can meet you in Rec Room, and you can have just an awesome time. You know, uh, this game is plagued uh, with the fact that it is free, and anyone can play it for free, mm -hmm. which means that you have a lobby full of douchebags sometimes. Mm -hmm. But uh, all of the activities, and there are many activities in this game that you can do, uh, all of them, or at least most of them, can be set to private so that you can bring your very own friends with them 
with you into them and uh, if you do that it has been my experience that it's a load of fun yeah everyone's there's a big misconception because it's kind of cartoony and some of these things it's a kid's game right and yeah kids do love it and kids love free games um but i it's one of the highlights with you and scion i had so much fun in this um and i have fun with random people too um even with kids a couple times sometimes it can be too much but uh um this is one of the games that is so popular because it's free but it's also uh on pc as well with that's not vr right like you can play this as a regular person um so you can get somebody that's in vr to play with their friend that's not in vr and maybe entice them to come in because as you're having fun and they see that you're just loving being in the game and they're outside of it um it's just a good way to to bridge that gap i think yeah just a ton of content here it never ceases to amaze me that this is a free game i mean it's crazy how much work has gone into building this world uh and all of these different games and activities there are the users can create their own rooms and their own games in it uh, it's really one of the marvels of gen 1 vr and uh, in my opinion should become preloaded on any uh any VR platform that anybody can buy into, whether it be Quest, PC VR, PSVR, uh, this should just be freeware that comes installed automatically. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely one of the best free games you can get out there. And I, you know, I was telling you, um, I had thought it was Oculus funded, but when I looked, uh, researched it, it's not Oculus funded. It's it was a half a dozen groups got together, and Oculus may have been one of the in one of the groups, but they funded it for like five million dollars for several years and i think that's really cool like how cool is it that we have this amazingly free game that's constantly coming out with new modes and new um games and stuff for free and it's all funded by a bunch of groups that want vr to succeed and i think it's really cool i think yeah i agree wholeheartedly and i think that this is a perfect app to do it so again fun for all ages uh there, there are some stuff that that that's uh good for younger players but then you get into some of the shooter games that are built into this you get into some of these quests uh, which is what we did together which was a lot of fun and then there are other you know uh very exercise activity oriented uh activities in here as well that are that are a lot of fun uh just a complete uh suite of vr games and activities uh absolutely 100 percent free of charge and uh even if you're you, you broke your bank account buying your headset uh there's hours upon hours upon hours of good times to be had in rec room yeah, i agree all right so uh moving on roots this next game is an interesting one especially uh for us because uh, a lot of the early onset of our friendship and our channel was built around a co-op experience in windlands too right yeah and that was just a, also up on my top of my list for uh amazing times in vr i've never played through a game like this with so many people and with you and alex and, and main fan and um just watching justin tear like he in typical main fan uh style like you all of a sudden you're looking around and justin's way the fuck up ahead 
and you're trying to catch up to them and everybody's racing to the next spot and and then the battles with this these uh these bosses like to me this is still one of the best co-op games out there and it's next level and and i i can't find a game that feels as good to move around i guess stormland would give it a good uh run for its money but just swing it around and once you figured out how to hit those things and yank it the right way and and just really felt like you were in control of your movement this game opened up and it was just one of the the most fun co-op games um i've played to date yeah this game um it's all about the the movement style and you know the so was the original but what this one does so much better than the original is just what you said the added elements of um you know enemies and shooting uh gameplay uh it makes it gives purpose to exploring these expansive worlds that not only expand outward but ex expand upward and downward uh these are very very big levels and if the movement didn't feel so good it would seem like a, a cumbersome job uh to get around these worlds but uh even when it's at its most difficult uh, it's still a lot of fun, and uh, as we've said so many times before for the, these other games, uh, when you bring friends into the equation, it really just magnifies all of that, right? Yeah, because everybody's, like I said, everybody's showing off. Everybody's trying to do all these tricks and trying to go fast and fling yourself up there, and and it just uh, it just becomes a big dick-swinging comp competition. It's fun, <laughs> man. I love games like that, and I just really, like I said, I... Uh, I enjoyed every minute of this. Um, I hope that they do a sequel or, you know, a, another version of it. And um, and I I just uh, can't say enough good things about this game. Now, can you imagine the next gen version of this that's a little less cartoony and a little more realistic, swinging around through actual uh, giant forest canopies? Well, hey, we do have Tarzan VR on the way. Maybe. Uh, Maybe they'll give us a little taste it's, of that. It's right? funny you said that because as you were saying that, literally, I was just thinking of Tarzan because um, it looks like it's going to be amazing and just swinging around. And we've even said that this, if they can take this kind of swinging around and incorporate it into a Spider-Man game, but let's, you know, who's kidding? You know, uh, since Sony picked up the company that made Spider-Man, I'm pretty sure if they make one, it'll be a better version um, than of swinging than this even because that game I heard felt so good flat gaming uh to bring that into vr would be next level yeah i agree that insomniac uh spider-man game is a third person type game but uh we did get a taste in the uh spider-man far from home uh free demo uh experience i guess free to play experience i would call it that thing was a load of fun and when you get in it it really reminds you a lot of Playing Windlands, to be quite honest. Yeah, it just reminds me that we're close. I think we're closer to um to these AAA games um than we think. You know, uh, as far as Spider Man, Batman. You know, I want to play Arkham Asylum or a version of it in VR. That's that the full game because that demo, or I guess it wasn't a demo, but the the experience was so good it made you wanting more. You know, uh, so I think it'll be cool. Yeah, but uh, Windlands 2, just an awesome game. Of course, coming from SciTech Games. $30 even today, Roots. Uh, 
I gotta say, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Uh, this is a really good game. Yeah, this is one of those games that I would pay thirty bucks for it again today. I wouldn't necessarily wait on a sale, although it is on sale quite a bit. Um, and I could see somebody, you know, wanting to get it for like twenty. I think that's what it goes for usually when it's on sale, maybe. But um, I don't know. It's definitely worth thirty all day long. You know, as time goes on and you gain your VR legs, uh, things like 3D depth, things like movement and heights, they don't seem to affect you as much as they once did when you were new to VR. Uh, but in a game like this, that's this well done, absolutely 100% still feel those heights, still feel that sense of speed and movement. Uh, still one of the best examples of that, right? Yeah, just just being able to control and and you know yank on it and and control the amount um, of force that you fling yourself up, it just makes it feel like you're really doing it. It just feel like you said it gives you that that sense of speed and uh, heights and everything. Even though most of the time, if I'm playing the climb and I look down, it's not scary. But if you're flying at a high speed, rate of pace and you're trying to grab these things and fling yourself up um it it just makes it different for some reason so yeah yeah the climb there's another one i need to get into uh how cool would that be if you could play that with a with a friend oh uh, that would be cool you know and i mean that it's real life right you go rock climbing with friends i don't know i think everything is more fun with friends well almost anything yeah. everything there's yeah the... i could come up with a list of things <laughs> i don't want to do with a friend but um you know, it's a different uh, podcast and story. So yeah, channel different, a different channel. channel yeah, <laughs> that's right. Anyway, uh, Wheelands Two, just the awesome, highly, highly recommended uh, VR co-op game. I guess if we were going to rank these games, uh, which we're not, we're just listing them. If we were going to rank them as far as co-op fun goes, I think Wheelands Two would probably be near the top of the list. Absolutely. Okay, so winding down the list here, the, the next game that I want to talk about is another one that we've played together semi-recently, and that game is The Forest VR. Um, this game's been uh, out forever. This was a flat game, ported into VR, recently had a, a gigantic update, quality of life update for VR gameplay, and... Uh, we went into it recently. We brought Cy on along, and uh, the difference was fairly evident, right? Yeah, the optimization alone. Like, when I first time I went into this game, and I've talked about it before, um, I went in with three flat gamers, my nephew and a um, couple friends. And, like, every time I would, like, put my controller down or just weird stuff would happen. Like, I'd come back, and they were like, dude, you destroyed our whole base. And, like, somehow we were on a uh, – I just I put my thing down, and – came back and my my guy was destroying shit i don't know or I'd, I'd go over and i'd try to mess with the fire and and it would destroy it and then i would be like i'd hear somebody saying hey what what happened to the fire didn't i light the fire and i would like kind of slink away and be like well what's going on <laughs> you know and it got to the point where within five minutes i was like i can't play with you guys dude because it, it it's too fucked up i was ruining everyone else's time and then when we went in this time it was night and day and uh this game is like you and i when we went in before we played with scion um we didn't do shit man like we <laughs> we spent like 30 minutes around this small little circle and i guess the the whole thing is exploring and like there's people that go out and will spend hours and 
have just really, really dug into this game. And I guess Sion and Phil Yarn are starting to get into this game. And it's making me want to um to really see what is out there. I don't know. How about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely my, my curiosity peaked a little bit, especially because of the, the dark tones that the game takes from a subject matter perspective. But um really what what stuck out to me the most about the forest is just the level of detail in the gameplay it's it's a, a very deep simulation style gameplay there's so many different things you can craft and collect and it's it's really uh realistic from that perspective of things now obviously when you start to get into the mutants and the cannibals uh, not so realistic there but uh when you bury a, a hatchet into their heads very realistic right yeah but did you know okay so i just found this out um yesterday i think it was Sion sent me a video if you start out the right way and you're nice to the cannibals and you don't kill them and you can't chop down trees in front of them for some reason but like if you do certain things the the right way you can actually tame them not the dirty first ones you run into the ones that are covered in dirt they're fucked man you can't get them back <laughs> but if you go to the ones that are still somewhat there you can actually make them feel like you're a part of the tribe and um it's really bizarre i watched this video where this person kept backing down and and like kept their back to them and it was very bizarre but i didn't know that that was a whole different aspect to this game that i didn't even know like who wants to who wouldn't want to tame a cannibal like you know especially if you could send them out at will to do your bidding um yeah i don't know man it just sounds it sounds really intriguing and i want to try that as well yeah there's just so much to this game you know taming cannibals <laughs> hunting fishing i mean how many rare birds did we destroy just because we were a little hungry yeah I, or <laughs> what was somebody said in our video they thought it was classic that uh you know you were literally talking about almost starving to death and um off to the side i was i was I was eating your fish and out of the, the, you put it on there and it was cooking and then it got done and I ate it real quick and you were like, where's my fish? Um, and they, they were like kind of critiquing that a little bit, but I thought, I thought it was funny. But. It was, it was a funny video. Be sure to check it out if you haven't uh, already. But um, no, man, if you, if you like this sort of simula uh, simulation gameplay that you just kind of get in and grind, uh, you know, like we said with No Man's Sky, that type of game is already 10 times better when you can bring other players into it and bring your friends with you. But if you're into this sort of thing, this is one of the best that I've experienced. I know Sion absolutely loved it, right? Yeah, it's just crazy how good this game is. Um, but yeah, he loves this game. And uh, he's constantly, you know, wanting me to come check out uh, what him and Zal did, their fort or whatever. So I'll have to check it out. Yeah, well, I mean, they beat the game, and they still keep going back into it and playing it even still, right? Yeah, that's a testament right there as well. But there's so many different ways you can do it, you know. And um, you're such a horror buff. Like, we didn't even get to the horror parts. I guess there's some really creepy creatures and caves and, and things that you can run into that uh, is a little bit different than just the, the average cannibal. Um, and I would love to see this yeah. scene where there's just dead bodies everywhere. That's pretty cool. Yeah, really, that was one of my favorite parts was exploring that cave. I thought that that was really awesome. Yeah, yeah, sketchy as well. Yeah, for sure. 
anyway, uh, a great, another great co-op game uh, to pick up with a friend. It's been out forever, but only now is it really starting to uh, spread its VR wings and fly uh, the forest yep. VR. All right. Roots, another one that we played together fairly recently, Gunheart. Uh, this is another one of those like Stormlands. It's just all about how the gameplay feels. And uh, to get in this one with a friend and, uh, you know, shoot up some bad guys, it really just feels pretty awesome, right? Yeah, this is the closest, the game that for me feels the closest to Destiny or Destiny 2. Um, cause you're literally triple jumping around and, uh, and it's got the same mechanic where if you've got like a shield on you and as you get hit, the shield goes down and now you've got to fucking move until the shield goes back up, make sure you don't get hit. And, uh, and there's chaos. And we, we found out, um, pretty quickly that, uh, I thought, oh, fuck, oh man, I'll put it on the elite mode or whatever. And we died that one time pretty quick. And I was like, what the hell happened? So there's actually levels that can challenge you because i have you know gotten tons of gear and i uh, felt like i was like overpowered and uh and we got our asses whipped quick so um and this is more than just two people i think it's what three people um at least i'm, I'm yeah i'm not sure how many you can get in at uh at the same time but uh really the game reminded me a lot of uh borderlands 2 vr mm. but only it has more vertical gameplay you're 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 jumping super high. You're climbing these tall mountains. That's different than Borderlands 2. But as far as the, like the shooting and the the, it's got a, a fast-paced looter shooter type of gameplay, and it really reminded me a lot of Borderlands 2. And it looks gorgeous, right? It looks amazing. It's one of those games that, um, believe it or not, being an indie game, um, it doesn't feel like an indie game. And this came out at least a year or two ago, right? Yeah, yeah, it's been out for quite some time. Came to us from uh, Drifter, uh, twenty bucks, which is uh, pretty much a steal for something that's this level of quality, right? Yeah, and I, you know, and I'll tell you this um, directly right now, Scion, you need to pick this up. You know, because he tells me he's like, well, maybe I'll get it on sale. Nah, man, it's twenty bucks, and Roots wants to play it now. I can't wait for your fucking sale. Um, but uh, <laughs> but no, man, twenty bucks is reasonable. I I think I might have paid thirty when it first came out, but. Uh, it's definitely worth 20 bucks all day long. And um, I don't know that this one goes on sale very much. So you're probably going to pay 20 bucks for it most of the time. Um, I know I think I might have seen it once at 10, but I'm not sure. I don't know. There's so many sales. Yeah, yeah everything goes on sale from time to time. Uh, this is one of those I was always kind of surprised didn't come out on PlayStation VR because it kind of seems like a perfect fit for uh psvr right yeah this is um definitely would be amazing and i think this would be one of the best shooters that they have um on playstation vr um to some extent uh and i like the way that they've got the mission boards as well and how you can like it's kind of like uh i'm trying to think of a game that's set up at it's just different it's different and you can get fish and you can smack each other in the face while you're waiting for your game to start like who doesn't want to smack somebody with the fish and uh yeah there's some weird stuff going yeah. on in there yep in case for those of you who are wondering and didn't already know yes roots smack me with a fish because <laughs> this is what roots does yeah, i did smack you with a fish right yeah. <laughs> anyway gunheart awesome uh better than i expected it to be uh if there, i had any criticism of it um the the levels are kind of samey like the way that they look 
uh, the colors change, but the terrain all kind of seems fairly similar. But uh, that doesn't take away from the gameplay. The gameplay, absolutely uh, frenzied, fast-paced, first-person shooter gameplay that's uh, uh, awesome. Yeah. Just awesome with a friend. These are bug people too, Wes. Like, I don't, I just realized how fitting it is for me to be playing and killing this shit because I hate bugs anyway. So. Yeah. Orkin man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh Moving on to actually another one, Fruits, that we played together. Uh, Marvel Powers United VR. I, I guess it's kind of fitting that we're picking all these games that we played together because that's what the topic uh, suggests, right? These are the best co-op games. Why wouldn't we have played them together, right? Absolutely. And especially this one. You know, this is one of the ones like... Um, as you noticed in the beginning, it said uh, Sanzaro Games. And for those that don't know, that's the people that put out Asgard's Wrath. And um, this game has got shit on um, from the beginning for a couple reasons. You know, everybody expected it to be different than what it was. And I will admit, it's at $40, I, I believe it's still overpriced. If you drop this to $20 all day, um, it's it starts flying off the shelf. I bought it on sale for 20 bucks. And it's the only time I've ever seen it on sale. And it was on a one day special sale. And, um, and it's a shame because this game is really fun to play. And uh, um, for 40 bucks, it's just a little bit too steep for, um, for the gameplay that you get, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, definitely not a $40 game. But I understand why it's $40. I mean, there's so many Marvel characters in this game. Uh, I mean, that, that really surprised me just how many characters there are in this game. There's a bunch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much almost everybody that you could want to be with the exception of a few. Um, and each one's a little bit different. Like you were saying, like a lot, one of the other criticisms I would have with this game is, you know, um, it's the same thing you were telling me earlier that, uh, you know, all the flying guys are very similar in fighting wise and, and stuff, but like each one is just there's certain ones that are different, like the Spider-Man, like you were just seeing, wrapping them up and hanging them and stuff, and the Hulk. Uh, my favorite is is uh, Rocket uh, um, from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It just f feels so good, and then to hear the actual people with the, saying the things that they're saying, it just was a, a very well-done game, um, and I just wish they would have done uh, a little bit differently, like you were saying earlier, the... Uh, more along the line of the tutorial and um and it just became a wave shooter and uh it's a very amazing wave shooter very fun with friends uh just a twenty dollars is is where i would want to pay to get in so. yeah a lot of this is a very divisive game um there's a, a there are a lot of people out there very critical of it and rightfully so uh this is not a perfect game by any stretch of the imagination but i think we're all we're the the flaws in this game lie is in the concept of the gameplay. Uh, as far as the realization of that, uh, this game is top notch. The, the production is immaculate. It looks and sounds great. It actually plays great for, for what you're doing. It handles good. Uh, it's fun to uh, use the different special abilities from each character. Uh, where the flaws lie is, uh, is that exactly what you said the gameplay is very repetitive and uh you can change the scenery all you want change the characters all you want 
you you're pretty much doing the same thing because they've uh, basically just made this the world's most polished wave shooter. Yeah. And uh, still, for all of its flaws, I, I think it, it doesn't get the credit that it deserves for being a triple A quality Marvel superhero game. And uh, if you get into it with uh, two, three, or even four friends, uh, or maybe four total friends, up to three friends, four total playing it, uh, there's fun to be had here. Yeah. Yeah, it's just expensive fun at the moment, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, hopefully they'll drop it to 20 permanently eventually um, with all these people coming in. I would love to play it with more people. It's just at such a high rate price. It just doesn't, uh, you have a hard time running into people. So. Yeah, it doesn't go on sale that often either. It's It goes on sale so rarely that it's news when it goes on sale. You have to kind of tell people, hey, if you want to get Marvel Powers United VR, uh, you better get it now. Yep. But uh, definitely recommend, especially if you're a um, if you're into superheroes and in the Marvel characters. Uh, there's a lot of uh, cool things about this game, and uh, to be able to share that with a friend is just priceless. Yep. All right, one more on the list. Roots number ten, and a game. How could we leave Evasion off the list? Uh, Again, probably another one that got a lot of unfair criticism when it was released, basically because it was so different from what people expected. And it was a little bit overpriced as well. But unlike Marvel Powers United VR, these guys listened to the public and they cut the price. And now for $20, uh, this arcade-style uh, co-op shooter from Archiact is actually a pretty good deal, right? Yeah, I paid 40 bucks for this when it came out, and I enjoyed it. Um, like I've said before, I got to the very last boss and didn't finish it, but I need to finish. I keep saying that. I need to finish this game because I was so close, but um, it's very fucking hard, man. I did it by myself, and and like you said, it some of these, it's a bullet hell situation, man. You got to be moving all the time, constantly things you're you're there's more to it than what people think. You're killing things. You gotta, you have to um, time it with like an ability to to spawn something to give you energy and and uh, health and bullets and like there's just a lot to it. And I never played it co-op, but I would imagine um, it would make it ten times better, a hundred times better, um, because I had an amazing time by myself. But um, just having that backup, you know. Yeah, this game, I wouldn't have made it very far in this game if I didn't have co-op help. Uh, this game is tough, like you said. And uh, it is an arcade-style shooter. Uh, you, you do travel the same path a lot. You'll go through the same level two or three times as you make your way through it. Um, for that said, all of the weaknesses that you normally associate with uh, arcade-style shooters, this is a very unique take on it. Uh, it's the same. It's a it's a samey genre, but a very unique gameplay within that. You know, the guns have this tethering effect that allow you to lock them on with like a, a literal particle beam on the enemies. And what you do with it from there uh, varies from character to character. There are four different classes of characters with four very different abilities, and uh, a very original concept on a very overdone genre right yeah actually it's one of the better um i don't even think this to me it's not even a wave shooter because you're you're moving through section to section and um and you're moving towards a goal um 
I don't know. It's it's different than almost everything else. And the fact that you can play up to three people and uh, I think it's three, right? There's four classes, three people, I believe. And, um, you know, I, I would imagine that'd be huge because there's no resurrect when you're by yourself. And uh, that sucks, Wes. It was very, very yeah, uh, detrimental. Roots likes to be... Roots likes to be a healer and, and anytime he gets a chance and there's a class for that in here. And uh, that that's actually the class that I played this as. Uh, a lot of people go for that, uh, for the more aggressive, you know, big gun types. I forget what the names of the different classes are. But uh, I went for the healer and it was very, very handy. Yeah, man. You aren't lying, dude. I love healing people. I love, there's nothing, especially in an MMO, uh, there's nothing like keeping your your raid or your party alive, especially when they're doing like you were doing. And, uh, cause that's what happens. What you did in that game, what game was it? We talked about, you were standing in the acid. That's what happened. It was a uh, carnage. Yeah. That's what happens when roots goes into a dungeon with somebody and the fucking tank is standing in the, the shit and I'm trying to keep them alive. And they're, they end up dying because I finally I give up and then they start yelling at me and I'm like, dude, fucking move. You can't stand you. You can't stand in, in shit and expect to live when you're a tank. That's a different story. So it's just crazy. It's, <laughs> it sounds like a very specific story. It's just a, it's if anybody that's been a healer in any of those MMOs, it's it's our cross to bear. It's like the tank is on the opposite side he's feeling like or they're feeling like the healer never heals them and they're standing you know they're doing everything they need to do because that's what they run into as a fucking healer that sucks um so when you get that good group it's awesome yeah, yeah. for sure uh now with this game uh another one of those games that you get into and it kind of takes you back a little bit with uh just how good it looks. Destructible environments, very vast open spaces, and enemies coming from the sky and the ground uh, all make for a very impressive experience, yeah. right? Chaos. Chaos. And crystal clarity. Like, I haven't seen a lot of games in VR that have the, the level of clarity. And this was on old-gen hardware. That I haven't played this since I got a, a new headset. I probably should. Because I imagine with, with as clear as it was on the old stuff, I got to imagine it's just gorgeous. I was just thinking that I have right? not played it on my Rift S. I played it originally on the CV1, and you played it on the PlayStation. So imagine how good this looks on the Rift S. You just have to check out my copy, and you can do it, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I think I might even have my own copy of this, or I, I don't know. Anyway, um, we should play this, Roots. We really should. Yeah, because then we can both say we finished it. Because I guarantee we'll finish it. Because if I can almost do it by myself, um, although I'm assuming it will scale up. But, man, I just, I love this game. Oh, yeah, it gets hard. I, I did finish it. I finished it with the wife. Mm. And I played through it with my daughter. Uh, I'm not quite sure if I finished it with her or not. But we did see the end of it. And, uh, yeah, tons of fun. I, I, I really want to... The, the idea of playing this in my Rift S uh, has really struck me. I really want to check this out now that I think about it. For 20 bucks, man, what a deal. There's almost no reason not to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. don't don't buy into all of this negative hype that it, it released around. People wanted this to be more of a uh, an adventure-style shooter game, and when it was an arcade-style game, uh, people didn't really care for it as much. And the fact that it was $40... At a time when uh, 
twenty dollars was the standard in VR. Uh, kind of Killed created it. a lot of negative reviews, but uh, this is absolutely one of the best co-op shooters in VR. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Roots, I think that's going to wrap it up. Our list, there you have it. Ten awesome VR co-op titles. Uh, just ten out of an endless sea, right? Yeah, yeah. So like we said earlier, there's uh, another list at least, um, which we'll probably do down the road um, just to let everybody know. One of my biggest things, and this is one of the reasons why we even brought this up, besides the fact that we've been playing co-op games, is you know, I see these posts all the time on Reddit, and it's like, what are the co-op games out there? And I start to think, well, I, I try to go through that list, and but I don't. there's not a definitive list that I have anyway. Um, and so just now I know there's at least 10 that are on my mind, on the tip of my tongue, to let people know, dude, this is it. Because, uh, you know, all these people coming into VR, they want... The same thing that I wanted, that's one of the best things about this podcast for me, is I wanted to play VR with people, and I didn't know anybody, you know? And then trying to find people that were fun to play with, um, now I have no tr trouble, you know? Now I got people wanting to play with me, so I think it's awesome. Yeah, that's one of the most awesome things. We've said it many times here. Uh, you know, of course, we've enjoyed building this channel up on YouTube, but more than that, the community that we've managed to build here is probably the best part. Right? Yeah, absolutely. All the people and just meeting everybody. And like I was saying earlier in the show, VR 365 doing that alt space thing and, and having somebody like I'm there for Anthony's show, you know, I'm not there for my show. I wasn't there thinking about anything. And then to have somebody come up and say, Hey, I watch your show and you know, I came here to talk to you and I, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, I'm just some schlub, dude. I, I just, I, I appreciate it. So, yeah. So if you want to participate in this community, again, just look down in the description. You will find an invitation to join our discord. We're on there every day, all day, talking it up, talking about VR, talking about whatever else we want to talk about. So uh, be sure to check that out. If you're new to the channel, please subscribe. Uh, if you've liked the content, of course. And if you've already subscribed, you know what to do. Please tell a friend. Uh, you know, you know all these people in your life that you have successfully managed to talk them into buying a VR headset. Tell these people where to come to get the best in VR news and analysis. Virtual strangers. Um, so yeah, if you've liked this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up. And uh, with that said, we'd like to thank you, friends, for watching. Yep. For roots. I'm Wes. See you tomorrow, friends. Bye-bye. Take it easy.